Tell him how much you reverence him. Tell him how much you adore just who he is. For without him, we are nothing. Now, while you're doing that, open up your mouth and give God a shout of praise. Shout hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, oh. Take it to the 
Oh 
over your life and say, He made you made a way. Made a way. Hey, you made a way. Made a way. Made a way. Say, don't know how, but you did it. So don't know how, but you did it. 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 And I don't know why. Don't know why, but I'm grateful. Don't know why, but I'm grateful. You keep on losing me.
He made a way for me. He made a way for you. Some of us been through some stuff that I ain't been through, but I thank God for what I has been through. I thank Him for making a way for me. I thank Him for bringing me through it. Whatever it is, God already know about it. He know about every trial that we go through. Every pain that we deal with, God know about it. He know our name, y'all. He know exactly where we at. So when we come into the house of God, we ought to come here praising God. Because the word of Psalms says, let everything that have breath praise God. Anybody here breathing this morning? So if you're breathing, you ought to begin to praise God. Nobody should have to wind you up, baby. When you think about the goodness of God, all that he has done, you ought to give him the praise of this morning. Because he's worthy of the praises. He woke you up this morning, started you on a brand new day. Open your eyes, closed you in your right mind. Gave you new mercy this morning. Ain't that's a reason to praise God. Ain't that's a reason to glorify him. Because he's worthy of all the praise that we can ever give him. In Jesus' name. I'm a soldier on the battlefield and I'm fighting. Well, I promised him that I would serve him until I die. And I'm fighting, yes I am. Oh, I've had heartaches and pains, sunshine and rain. But I'm fighting, yes I am. Mm, I've been up and I've been down, but I'll never turn around. Cause I'm fighting, yes I am. You know what? If I hold out. Let me testify. I'm a soldier on this battlefield, and I'm fighting. Yes, I am. Oh, I promise him that I, I'll serve him until I die, and I'm fighting. Yes, I am.
chapter 16 verse number 17 just one verse the book of Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse number 17 and the Bible simply says everyone must give make sure it's in your Bible not few, not some, everyone, every boy or girl, every man or woman, and please take note, the instruction then say, may give. Say, it's a must, it's mandatory. And notice God said, you are only asked to give to the extent that God has prospered you. If the way God has prospered you is only one saint, that's what he expects you to give. But be careful you don't lie. If God has prospered you big time, and you turn around and tip God, then if he cannot trust you in this area of your life, money, the Bible says, who is going to trust you with true riches? Many of us, the only hold up to our progress, be it in business, be it in family life, other area of life, it's because God could not trust you. You give to the extent that God has prospered you. Amen. I don't know about you. I am a blessed man. God has prospered me. So I have to give to the extent that he has prospered me. I believe with all my heart, every one of you here, you're blessed. So be faithful in your giving. Let me try that again. I say every one of you, every one of us, we are blessed people. So let's be obedient. The Bible says we must give. And we've given us a reason to give. We told you the project we're working on. Not next year. This year. This is the year to get it done. We also told you how much it's going to cost. And we also told you how the banking system works. So you cannot say you don't know what is at stake. We need three million bucks. Amen. Three million dollars. And the bank say, yes, I will work with you. But you got to put down 10%. 10% of three million 
is $300,000. And I've also told you we have right now $175,000. So you cannot say, I didn't know what's going on. Not in this church. I'll get you the facts I laid on the table. So when I told the contractor, go forward, is actually a step of faith. That's all I know how to walk. By faith. At the same time, we know the cost. We count the cost. So we are believing God through his Holy Spirit to speak to your heart, to speak to my heart, and let's do what is right. Amen, somebody. Remember the word of the Lord. It is more blessed to give than to receive. You want to know why God said that? Because when you give, it shall be given to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together your cup running over. And here is the kick. Here is the kicker to the whole verse. He said, men and women will give to you to the extent that you give. So guess what? Could it be you the holdup of your own progress? The Bible is so simple. I tell my children all the time, you almost have to be totally close-minded, not to get it. The Bible is very straightforward. Will you make it if people are giving to you to the extent that you give? So the control is really in your hand. We don't need to be praying, Lord, give me money. No, he has told you how to make money. He told you how to prosper, even in your health, in your finances. All you need to do, follow the instruction, and God will bless you beyond your imagination. You know what my prayer is for every member of this church? That you'll be living in a land of more than enough. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you can buy whatever you want to buy, go wherever you want to go, do what you want to do. You don't have to dodge the phone when people call because you have more than enough. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you will confirm the words of your servants in this house. I pray, oh God, that this house would not just be a land of just enough but a land of more than enough. You already said it. Your name is El Shaddai. A God who is more than enough. We tap into that anointing. We make your name our last name. And we receive the anointing to prosper in this house, for every household, for every member, for everyone connected with this ministry. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. The ushers will come. The choir will minister. Let's give for the glory of God.
fasting. It's always good to get rid of all the toxins. And it's always good to call your spirit man to God. Amen. I am pleased to report that God is doing some awesome things in this house. I am grateful, grateful for what I am seeing. Thanks to those of you who are in the media ministry, I see your work product as we worship God this morning. Same thing with all of our lights and sound people. What a blessing. Part of my frustration in this church is knowing that we have so many equipments but they're not being used. Or we don't know how to use them. And just to sit there today and to see all the, all the technology at work is very encouraging. All pastor is asking of all of us, just find your own space in ministry and be faithful. See, I came in this morning. It's chilly out there. But the parking lot staff, they were there in cold, in, in chilling weather. They were at their posts, the greeters, the ushers. That's what makes church work. Nobody needs to be forcing at you. If I have to call you, that's my way of saying you are not doing your job. I should never have to call anyone. You didn't have to call me to do my job. <laughs> so just be at where you're supposed to be and do what you're called to do. When I came in this morning, I see the lights. I see the choir. I see the musicians. I hear the sound. I mean, if somebody hit a wrong chord, I can tell. Because pastors, you're trained in all these things. I see all the, the, the graphic person over there hidden somewhere is displaying all the scriptures, all the songs. Everybody be at your post. Do your job. When you leave church today, the newsletter is ready. Somebody did that. I didn't do it. It's just doing your job. Just take your position. Now, if we have to be chasing you around, that means you're not doing your job. And I'm grateful just to be able to come in and sit back. You're not a good football coach if you have to be screaming and yelling all over the field. A real leader don't do that. You've done your job. You've told everybody. You've, you've prepared the quarterback. You've prepared the running back. Everybody's ready. Now chill and watch the game. It, that's what I'm going to do this afternoon. <laughs> Amen. Will you help me thank God for all of our volunteers in this church? What a blessing. We are very proud of you. Thank you for your faithfulness. And let me remind you, serving the Lord pays. Don't let nobody fool you. Serving the Lord pays. Not in the sweet by and by. Not after a while. See, our forefathers, they did the best they could with theology. <laughs> no, right now, God is a rewarder. See, the Bible didn't say in the sweet by and by. Right now, faith is now. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. 
So don't just hold on to some fancy phrase that's not in the Bible. This Bible work if you work it. Amen. I, I came in this morning, I see the people praying. See, I never have to call Dayton Williams and Jackie and say, how you all going to pray today? No. I came Friday, people of God were praying. I never have to call Jovian or my homegirl. I said, no, no. Just take your place. Ministry is so much rewarding. When I came in this morning and the choir run out of cheers, I got to go bring some people, bring more cheer. See, I watch. I pay attention to details. That's what coaches do. You just sit back and enjoy. Ministry is empowering others to do the work of God. And then when you empower people, God rewards you. It is only insecure leaders that's trying to do everything. You have to adjust the microphone under the pulpit. Then you go to the wall and adjust the, the temperature. And you go to the back. Come on, folks. Let's do what we are called to do. Amen? Amen. Talking about what we are called to do. This Tuesday coming. Amen. Our movie theater ministry. Sister Deborah and the rest of the gang. They have a very good movie lined up for us. This Tuesday at 6 o'clock. I want all of you to come and see this one. I didn't tell them what movies to show. But I've heard of this movie all the way from Washington, D.C. They encouraged me to go see it. And the Lord brought it to my own house. Hallelujah. The movie is called Harriet. Did I get that right? Amen. In fact, I invite all of you, let's go on a date that day. Wouldn't it be nice that you see some of you, the only time you see your pastor is Sunday morning. Well, I'm inviting you. Come on a date with me this Tuesday. Amen. All of you pastors, I'm asking everyone. In fact, I'm requiring you. Amen. You know why? Because this movie will teach you not only history, but how true leaders lead. Amen. Leaders, they lead. They don't. They, they just stand out. They're different. And this woman of God in that movie took the lead and make things happen. So this too is dead. How many of you would like to hang out with the pastor? Come on, don't fool me now. Just amen. No, you don't want to hang out with me. If you don't like me, I don't like you too. But I mean... <laughs> This Tuesday, 6 o'clock, let's come together. Let's have a good time in the Lord. Thank you, Sister Deborah and those folks. Amen. It's all right to clap for them. Good job. Let's come together and celebrate in our own movie theater. How about that? God is good, isn't he? Amen. Thanks to some of you that were there for us with people who, are, who had some engagement this week. Some of you had praise report on your, on your new house. Some of you were there for the home going with the Smiths. Some of you were there with Sister Hawkins. Amen. We are grateful. It's all right to climb. Amen. That's her. Stand up. You see? Stand up. See, this woman, she just retired. Amen. 45 years on the same job. Amen. That's a sermon by itself. Thank God for you, ma'am. We celebrate with you. 
thanks to those of you who are there in all these various events. It's a joy when somebody picked the phone and said, Pastor, I just got me a new house. It is very refreshing. Amen. I pray God will increase you more and more in the name of Jesus. After church today, please pick up a copy of the church newsletter. There is a very important message from the pastor. I always want for you to know what is going on. So the newsletter is just one other avenue that will communicate about what God is doing in Zion Hill. You see, another avenue, is, you see that precious lady, Miss Faith, stand up. I hate to pick on you. You see that lady? That's another way we communicate. She's over our social media ministry in this church. When you go on YouTube and you, you on Facebook and you, so you probably will see her just taking pictures and all over the place. See, God has positioned different people. All we need to do is just work together and make this world a better place. Amen? Amen. Do we have any guests in our midst this morning? We just want to celebrate you. God bless you, ma'am. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. May another bless. We are grateful. Thank you so much for being here. Are you all happy to see all of our guests? Amen. God is so faithful. We even have a new preacher in the house. Hey, Dr. Moore, hallelujah. We welcome you too. You're blessing the Lord. Then one of, another preacher just got married. Hallelujah. You know I'm a blessing. You, now you know why I have an attitude sometimes. I can't help myself. Everywhere I turn, blessings just show up. This is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our hearts. Let's all get up. Let's walk around and say hello to one another. Just love on somebody. Find some of our guests and just show them we are grateful for them being here this morning. We love you. What a fellowship.